I V M. possibly get all of it in one source and believe me you can get lost in the government websites or it can also be expensive and all of those data for example would be available to you on a subscription package like a bloomberg terminal or maybe cmi data or or somewhere but that also comes at a price so today's episode is a really special one we're going to talk about something called the india data hub platform it's india's largest interactive data platform and for you to get a better idea about what we're talking about and how it's important to you i'm going to explain all of that with my guest ashutosh datar ashu welcome to pesa pesa thank you so much for doing this for us i believe we've got exposes in common but leave that apart tell yeah. us something about yourself and how you got started on india data hub go for it uh thanks anupam and it's uh, great to be on this uh, podcast uh and it's great to finally be able to uh, speak with you as well we've sort of seen and, and heard a lot about you so you. uh to give a background about myself so i used to be the economist at uh, iifl's institutional equities desk until about a couple of years back uh i did that job for about a decade and i was sort of with jp morgan before that and so on so i've essentially worked on macro data macro strategy uh stuff uh, ever since i've started working in a sort of equity, equity research industry uh and i quit uh, two years back uh, figured out what to do for the sort of six months or so thereafter and finally decided that uh, let's start with this uh, some called india data hub uh, we were calling it something else at that point of time but it sort of evolved into india data hub uh and uh, i saw the need for this as as uh, as something that doesn't necessarily exist in uh, in in a country like india uh so the data that we have today is messy it sits on various different uh, uh platforms uh different government websites it's not easily available uh and where it is available it sits behind expensive paywalls you mentioned the likes of bloomberg etc uh so for for a for an ordinary person to get a hang of what that data is to even know what data is available is a herculean task so we started off by by with sort of this objective that we should make data available to people they should know what is available and they should uh, have it uh, sort of easily accessible so that they can make sense of that data use it for whatever purpose uh, the, they they deem fit and that's how sort of india data hub has uh, started excellent so i'm going to take you know i'm going to pick up exactly from your answer into two different sections one is why should this data be important to people okay now for you you work in a brokerage i have also worked in a brokerage and i know the struggle you know uh, that you go to if you say just want to do a trend analysis of the last 20 years of india's fiscal deficit you want to break that down into taxes expenses subsidies etc et et that is we understand that but beyond our 
you know, limited uh, circle. Number one, you know, what is the use case? Which, for whom, for what kind of audience is this important? And two, do you think that audience spaces actually should be more than what it is right now? Because if you are talking about this, then, you know, you would probably look at an institutional audience. Whereas I personally believe that all of us, you know, should have access to this data and should be more aware of our government finances and a lot of other stuff. So let's look at it both ways. One, who is it important? And two, should more people be interested? Sure. So uh, I I see this as sort of catering to three or four different uh, sets of audience. So one is obviously the investment uh, community of which both of us have been part of. And there from everything from uh, your earnings estimates to valuation multiples to portfolio constructions, sort of macro data becomes important to have the big picture view of uh, what uh, the story for India is, all of that. So uh, everybody sort of appreciates uh, that and uh, people use data and that's sort of the the... the the most apparent uh, use case uh, for for this data. Uh, the second data is for businesses. Uh, I mean, businesses have uh, real time access to data that is that they see in their business in their industry. But uh, it is also important for them to have the macro sort of overall context in which their business or their company is operating. Uh, and I think hence this sort of this kind of data becomes important for them. Uh, large companies sort of have teams which do that. Uh, and sort of define tune or adapt their strategies based on how they see uh, the the business cycle or the economy evolving, both from a short term and long term perspective. But I think businesses in general uh, should be using this data and uh, and uh, sort of uh, phasing basing their strategies and policies based on that. The third, I think, uh, from a sort of a big picture, is sort of this data is in a sense a tool to judge policy. Uh, to mm. know what has happened in India, what is happening in India. Uh, so there was a policy intervention X. This resulted in Y based on data. Was that right? Was that correct? Was it better than expectation, lower than expectation? How do you judge policy? So in a sense, this is in a sense the way we judge the government, different regulators who frame policy interventions for different sectors. So I think from that perspective, sort of as a tool of holding uh, policymakers, regulators accountable, uh, or just to know what what what's happened. They did this, this happened, or this is happening. I think uh, this sort of uh, data becomes very important. Uh, and I think the last uh, is is the student community. Uh, I think too often, or at least the way I was sort of uh, studied, uh, I hardly had any interaction. I studied business, finance, economics. It's, it, it was mostly theory. There was hardly any sort of real world data that I had access to that I could connect the theory to and say, OK, this is what theory, this is the data. Is there does the theory match with data, doesn't match with data or what sort of what it is. So I think from a student community perspective, people who are studying business or finance or economics, having data, uh, sort of going through the data and sort of connecting theory with that data becomes important. So I think there's sort of three or four uh, sort of different use cases that I can uh, see for, for this data. I hear you, man. I mean, I I remember when I was, uh, you know, doing my one of my strategy notes, I, I didn't even know what, you know, how to break down the budget. Like there is direct taxation, <laughs> indirect taxation. Within that, there's capital receipts, revenue receipts. Within that, there is GST, income tax. Yeah. And the best part is all of this is in the public domain. Yes. But all this is, so let me break this down to you. Okay, Ashu, because uh, yes. see, now you've entered into a domain which is, I would say, more retail-facing, although I'm sure you've got a lot of institutional clients as as well. This podcast, for example, is definitely uh, you know aimed at in, at individual listeners. Yeah. I remember when I started this podcast, there used to be always, I used to always wonder, ki bhai, 
already it na data why are people not using it you know so yeah. i used to differentiate into source access and use okay so yeah. people are probably too lazy these days yes if i tell them that listen you go to a company website you'll get 20 year you know some good companies are there infosys for example yeah. they give you annual report since inception probably yeah. since listing or you know for the last 20 years you can actually do that so that is source okay source apne ko samajh mein aa gaya abhi source it is there somewhere i want you to tell me i'll divide this first what is the landscape of source of all data in the government side second is access okay now i'll tell you what access is about access is nothing but awareness how many people actually know this okay yeah. uh, uh, people now are more familiar with aggregation platforms right so something like a screener or something like yeah. whatever you know they want that other than go to a company website as such and yeah. the third is the actual utility mai pe is mere paas aage mai karunga kya iska okay so now i'm just translating that into india data so you tell me first the source now where all is generally india india's uh, macro data usually available okay two is if i want to know more about it what do i do okay and three now that you've given me one and two mai isa karunga kya what how should i ideally use this so let's just talk about this go on sure so most of the data uh, pretty much all of the data that we pick up uh, for india data hub comes from either the sort of one government website or the other government website uh, there is ministry of statistics there is the reserve bank of india ministry of agriculture planning commission or it's sort of recent avatar the niti aayog uh, department of health etc etc so this is all sort of data that we pick up uh, from uh, from different uh, government sources what we do then is we clean the data often we find that there are errors in sort of government data mm-hmm. uh, mostly these are sort of errors of entering the data or transcribing data there is an extra zero or sort of there is one less zero and sort of it's very apparent that there is sort of such uh, such kind of error so we clean that data uh, and yeah. we provide that in a structured format uh, whereas if you go to a government website the data might sit in a pdf mm-hmm. it could be a scanned image of a pdf which sort of very <laughs> difficult for you to get about so that's what scanned pdf Yeah, yeah, I know that can be it's a real pain. <laughs> <laughs> But by far, I think the biggest sort of value addition that we are trying to do with this is to tell people what data is available. Uh-huh. I mean, it's sort of hard for you to even know what is available because you don't know where to start off with. If I want to understand exactly. labor market, for example, I don't even know what. If I am, if I am an institutional investor or if I am a analyst at a sell-side brokerage house, I probably have some idea of what data is available. Where do I go? But if I am a if i am not in sort of in that uh, sort of uh, league so how do i know what you are if you are a policy think tank or if you are an ngo because yeah. labor has a lot of ngos also working where will you go exactly. to say uh, uh, let's see okay um industrial worker wages for the last 20 years is yeah. this that is this that actually that uh industrial workers wages uh, is there for some years yes and rural wages is there for last uh, 15 years wow and where would this be at a different category level from mason to uh, harvester oh, or sort of all of that kidare yeah. is a very obvious man so this sits for example in ministry of labor uh, there is a two websites of ministry of labor there is old website and a new website the old website has some data the new website has some data so it's sort wow. of sort of a sort of a mess for you to figure out uh, yeah so so knowing what data is available is by far i think the biggest uh, sort of value addition of you so that people know okay this is available whether they want to use it from r or go to the primary source that sort of becomes their choice but just to know what is available in india i think that's the start and then the cleaning of it and providing it in a structured format etc etc so it just makes so we're trying to make your job easier if you want to play with data rather than uh, sort of uh, sort of figure out kya hai where do we take it from and sort of uh, so on yeah, yeah so now i'll get to access and 
एंड यूज ठीक है बिकॉज सो वेर इन ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी एंड दिस इज वेबसाइट डेटा डॉट जीओवी डॉट इन ठीक है ये मेरे ख्याल से रिसेंट फेनोमेना बिकॉज आई डोंट रिकॉर्ड यूजिंग इट से बैक इन ट्वेंटी ट्वेल्व और ट्वेंटी इलेवन तो पता नहीं कब कब आया बट आई डोंट थिंक इट्स मोस्ट इम्प्रेसिव वेबसाइट आई मीन द एफर्ट इज ग्रेट द इनिशियटिव इज ग्रेट द इंटेंट इज ग्रेट Yes, but I'm not too sure about the output. Can you just walk us through? You know, if I'm someone who doesn't know about India Data Hub, and I'm probably just on Google, or my Google yeah. search dal diya. In yeah. my experience, most of my queries na land up at data dot gov dot in. Yes. So tell so, us about uh, this. So the data dot gov dot in is a very uh, very good initiative from the government in essentially making data accessible, democratizing is democratizing the data, etc. Uh, what that data, what that site suffers from is uh, two or three things. One. uh it is it is sort of hard to find the data that i am exactly looking for unless that is the first hit that i that i get uh a b the data is not always updated so if i look for agriculture production for example the data might be two years dated and sort of it sort of becomes uh less useful for me and third what it sort of essentially just gives me is the csv without necessarily any sort of context or caveat for the data which is something that we are trying to good so it's it's a good start uh we, i i mean as 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 a user of data as somebody who is fascinated by data i would love to see the government sort of develop that uh, mm. and sort of make it uh, more user friendly accessible uh, etc uh, but it's not there yet uh, when it gets there we don't know but sort of that's the that's the problem uh, with data.gov.in and sort of a similar problem with the rbi's website it's it's it's, it's it has a lot of data Uh, but it's not necessarily always uh, up to date, and it's sort of very difficult to get data out of it. And data dot gov dot in is an is an aggregator, right? It just yes. brings you data from uh, from other sources, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, yes, that's that that's what I thought. And RBI, I thought was doing a good job, but I was just on its site a couple of days ago, uh, trying to get some price data, some in some inflation related data, and bap yeah. re yar, kisna price series hai boss. व्हाट्सएप कंपनी or whether uh, i want to buy government securities or whatever yeah do we have a data focused thinking in our mindset one if yes or no how important is it from your point of view to making better decisions yeah so what i have come across is sort of two sort of very distinct sets of people one who sort of know what data is available how to use it and and set up so on and i have sort of seen a tendency amongst others to dismiss data uh and to uh, dismiss data because it? data tends to be noisy and messy it is not going to give you a clear answer of whether uh, prime minister x has done a good job or a bad job 
sort of we want to think in terms of binaries but the real world data doesn't sort of uh, sort of is not amenable to that kind of thinking it requires you to think probabilistically it requires you to have a working hypothesis and then keep on developing that change it and sort of sort of it, it, it requires there's a skill required in being able to navigate real world messy data uh, and because it doesn't always match with our intuition with our ex ante beliefs and so on is sort of just easy to dismiss it and say this uh, just dismiss it more so i think what we need is a paradigm sort of sort of being able to think in terms of this is the reality data is is fact uh, it might it might not agree with our view it might not agree for for certain reasons but uh, this is what it is and i have to accept that as a reality and then see how it fits into uh, what i am trying to do rather than trying to force fit our own intuitions or our own beliefs uh into data as a sort of fact in, interpreting data in sort of reverse manner so i've seen people dismiss data just because it is messy and i think in today's world we are talking about uh data analytics being a big deal uh, ai and ml and all of that just dismissing data because it is messy is is, is just not done good now i want you to give me examples of your argument okay let me start let me give you my example okay because i've i've got so many of them uh popular theory Yeah. retail money is dumb okay it always okay. buys when the market is high and sells when the market is low okay, okay. great theory probably has some correlation you know if you look at the data in the past uh, whatever yeah. you will find that acha theek hai market bottom ho gaya log apna sab kuch band karke equity chhod rahe theek hai yeah that entire argument went for a toss this year why yes. because in march you actually had much higher activity yes so i'm saying that what i'm trying to tell you is this that you have a perception and then you've got data yeah okay the data changes you also have to change your mind numbers absolutely okay so i want to just you know wrap up this first part with if you can give me some examples of how critical it is for you to have data on your side when you are making an argument and if the data is messy any examples of that you know anything that has for example surprised you you yeah. went in with thing with a preconceived idea or let's say you had a discussion with somebody और यू न्यू अरे बॉस तुम तुम डेटा नहीं देख रहे हो तुम यहां फट्टेबाजी कर रहे हो फट्टेबाजी तो सब कर सकते हो ओके सो लेट्स लेट्स यू नो रैप दिस अप विद सम स्पेसिफिक एग्जांपल्स फॉर अ लिसनर्स श्योर सो जस्ट अ कपल ऑफ डेज बैक आई वाज डिस्कसिंग विद समवन अबाउट डीमोनेटाइजेशन एंड सर आई एम पर्सनली नॉट द बिगेस्ट फैन ऑफ डीमोनेटाइजेशन बट व्हेन डीमोनेटाइजेशन हैपेंड सर द एक्सपेक्टेशन वाज दैट देयर इज प्रोबब्ली people will start to use uh, digital modes of payment and so we probably will not need as much currency uh, in circulation as before uh, and what we've instead seen is that uh, you seen currency in circulation come back it is now mo- it's now same as sort of the long term average relative to gdp but you've also seen uh, digital payments take off i mean upi which was pretty much zero at the time uh, demonetization happened is now the third or the fourth largest uh, uh, payment mode in the country in in, in value terms so you seen mm. so the da- the data is messy cash has come back in the same number as before and yet people have also started to use uh, digital modes of payment for and upi is a retail mode of payment the average transaction size in upi is 1500 2000 rupees so small ticket payments are happening through upi and yet you have cash so this is sort of a real world example now how do you make sense of this data uh, mm. is cash being now people storing cash as a to black money which is sort of one of the arguments that was made before or is it sort of a rural urban divide that urban india has moved to digital modes of payment while rural india has not made and hence the the need for cash there hmm. uh, so uh-huh. these are all sort of questions that you will get deeper but uh, a i didn't expect cash to come back and b this is an example of 
a sort of a contradictory uh, sort of finding in sort of real world data and you sort of somehow have to have a theory that unifies that and sort of helps make sense of uh, what these two divergent data points are essentially trying to convey oh yeah man i feel that i should do an entire episode with you on these things because <laughs> uh, you know we haven't spoken about data and covid eh? that's one of the biggest things happening but <laughs> you know that would be di- digressing so folks just we are going to go into a small break right now on the other side we are going to get deep into india data hub Don't worry man we'll be right back and welcome back to this special episode of paisa paisa my guest ashutosh datar of the india data hub on the first part of the episode we spoke about the importance of data where it's available why it's difficult to get and why you should be thinking more about data in your life in general ashutosh now tell us about your company about your firm your venture uh tell us about india data hub and specifically now how do you solve the problem that we defined in the first half let's go with that sure so uh we started uh, working on india data hub about uh, 18 months back uh, towards the end of uh, 2018 or so uh it started off as a hobby project it's something that we wanted to just make it and see what where it goes it's still sort of a hobby project to me personally because sort of data is, is just so fascinating to me uh so what we are doing at india data we sort of two uh, sort of two distinct things uh one is of course we are putting together data from different government sources cleaning it providing it providing it to users in a structured format which is sort of the stuff that sort of um, sort of most database uh, companies do so that's the one part of it but the other part which is probably as important if not more important to us is to build interactive tools on 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 the platform uh so we are, we sort of want to move away from just being a provider of csv dumps of data uh to something sort of a passive provider of data to something that allows people to interact with data to sort of make sense of data to go from sort of data to intelligence or insight uh so the dashboards for example that we are building on our sort of platform give you at a glance view of sort of the topic uh for which the dashboard is built it could be high frequency indicators for india it could be the big picture of india or demographics of india etc the apps that we have for example sort of present sort of neatly tabular data for uh, detailed data where you have uh, like 100 150 interrelated indicators uh, for a data set uh, with sort of interactive tools sort of customized for that uh, that data set so to allow you to interact with uh, data then we have the visualization engine for example where you can visualize the data in different charts you can add different indicators you can transform data you can do statistical analysis etc uh, so that's the sort of all of that is sort of aim to uh, get you uh, build interactivity on the platform uh, so that's the second part the the third part is we are also trying to provide sort of some context or nuance for for the data so you sort of better understand what that data is uh, there are some terms that sort of are sort of something which is not apparent i mean if i tell you tax revenue it is very apparent intuitive what that term means but there are some specific terms in different sectors uh, for example it's not necessarily apparent what that uh, what what it means so we are trying to add a uh, sort of uh, nuance of what it connotes uh, or if in case of some data there is some caveat we are trying to sort of add that uh, so users know what they are looking at uh, so we are tr- uh, we are mapping relationship between different data sets so you know okay, how is currency in circulation linked to money supply for example so we are trying to do those those mappings as well so you sort of know the overall relationship amongst data uh, we are not there fully yet uh, we probably still some work to go some aspects uh, to focus on uh and so on 
but I think we've come a long way in in the last eighteen months. Uh, so this is sort of the whole concept, sort of moving away from just being a provider of data or sort of a a database to a tool where people can interact with data, derive their insights, and sort of uh, make sense of uh, data. Uh, so that's really what we're trying to get at uh, uh, eventually. <clears throat> And yeah, I mean, I'm, what I was saying was that I'm actually on your website, and I'm just, you know, as they say, social media head explode because, uh, you know, so you've got. So I just went to India at a glance. There are all sorts of yeah. tabs out there. I, I, I just thought I'll, I'll go, I go for this. I really like that you've put absolute numbers and per capita, yeah. and you've put that in nominal and you know purchasing power parity and inflation. So these are like the what you think are the big picture numbers that you want people to know. If yeah. they just talk about India, there, there, there's a whole lot of them. There are probably about you know sixteen or twenty, but there's nice in a very nice format. There are tiles out here, yeah. you know, and it's got everything. Seventy-two percent of GDP is total government debt and government expenditure, FDI. So there's a lot. I mean, you know, so I I was just trying to understand that there are so there are three things out here. One is what kind of data you actually put out here. And going by this, I think, like you said, there are thousands of indicators. Yeah. The second is the presentation, okay, because all of this is pretty appealing. And the third is the downloadability, because yeah. these are the data. We just comment download. So all three are there, right? Yes. Excellent. Yes. So if you are, you know, if you are done with the dashboard with the site, I actually want to go to the report. Yeah. Okay, great. So now, sometime back, you know, since 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 I, I think we're probably connected to each other on LinkedIn, uh, and this is just to give the listeners some perspective as to how I got to know about India Data Hub. Uh, who was it? I think it was Swanand that. Swanand, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So Swanand put this, uh, put this. He's 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 on a sabbatical. Yeah, yeah, was. Oh, that guy. Nah. He's going into a different. Ah, yeah. Ashu, if you know him, you please tell him my podcast pe hi aaja. I don't know if he can. Logins. Compliant, but sorry, sorry for the digression, folks. It's just that you know, Swaran is such an interesting guy. He's an awesome so guy. So I saw he's an awesome guy. So I saw his posts out there talking about India Data Hub, and that's how I came to know Vashu. And of course, I knew him from his previous work at India Infoline. But so that is a linkage. Now here's the thing: there's also a report that India Data Hub prepares, yeah. and I went and I downloaded that report. And you know, for reasons that Vashu is actually now going to tell us. That report is free, of course. But then, ये बंदा क्या कर रहा है? But the kind of data that I got in the report was awesome. So his thing is that you download the report and you know you pay what you want to pay. So I paid a thousand bucks because I thought that probably even that is on the lower side of the quality of data and the presentation that I'm getting. So Ashu, all yours. Tell us about the report. Yeah. So we published our first book called uh, the Data Book uh, State of India. So this is so we anticipate Data Book to be sort of a mother title under which there will be a series of books we will do. So these books, in a sense, we curate the data, we sort of curate the visualization, uh, and there is just data in it. There is no interpretation of data. There is no analysis. We don't tell you this is good, this is bad. We just give you this is sort of an at a glance, bird's eye. uh sort of glance or information of india the big picture view on india or sort of depending on what topic we pick up next uh this is all that view it's a concise mollified book uh, we, we will now be available even in print uh so this is the first book the book aims to be informatory it it uh, helps to explain things to you rather than uh, sort of give a qualitative assessment uh this is all about telling you at a glance of different aspects of india from demographics to uh exports or to uh, government sector government finances the sort of the, what, what is happening so you get a at a glance 
uh, view. Uh, and sort of there are a few such books that we have uh, in mind to do over the next uh, uh, next year or so uh, that we'll do. So it's sort of, yeah, so for so the first week or so, we made the book available under pay what you want basis. Uh, we sort of have a, reached a distribution agreement with someone, so we can't uh, make it available on that basis anymore, but it's still available at uh, uh, available at a reasonably uh, low price. Uh, but yeah, so we want to do that. So the data book plus the interactive tools, in a sense, are are what we aspire to do. We want to move away from just being a passive provider of data, where we are a passive uh, player and sort of uh, people can use it the way they want to actively help people understand the data, the nuances of data, and make sense of data. So that's really what sort of all of this is 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 aiming for. Great. So I have to ask here because you know when I downloaded the data and the stuff that I got, I thought it was pretty valuable. I paid what I paid. I mean, I'm yeah. sure that you're also seeing now what people are uh, are or are not paying for the book. So I have to ask you because I'm sure that this question is on the mind of a lot of listeners. Where are you going with this, and what exactly is your business model? Last question. Sure. So uh, we should. There is a lot on our plate. So we want to continue to build a platform, sort of add data, more granular data. So we have data for India and the states. Uh, we would like to sort of go even granular level uh, where we can uh, build more tools for people to interact with data, sort of publish more data books, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the game plan. We have a sort of hands full for the next, uh, easily for the next 12, 18 months. Uh, from a business perspective, at some point of time, we will uh, we will move to a subscription model. Uh, we'll have a sort of a freemium kind of a model or a sort of a tiered subscription. Uh, but unlike sort of, so, but we don't think public data should cost a bomb. So whenever we go to a, go to a sort of a move to a paid model, this will not cost a bomb. This will, this will ideally cost less than a cup of coffee. So that's, that's essentially what we are trying to get at. Uh, the underlying raw material that we use, which is data on government sites comes to us at, at sort of no cost. So all we are charging for essentially is for the tools that we have created. And that shouldn't cost you lakhs of rupees. Uh, so it should cost you in the thousands, perhaps. So that's essentially. So we will move to a, yeah. a premium sort of paid subscription model. But uh, unlike sort of traditional uh, uh, databases, we we don't intend to charge a bomb for this. There's no reason why it should cost a bomb in the first. Place. Well, that's a fundamental discussion because I think I'll tell you the value that you add. Okay, actually, two things. Yeah. One that you add is data cleaning. Yes, that is not that requires a level of skill. Okay, and I feel that skill should come at a price because that is not the kind of data that gets dumped now from the government website is is at a different level. You've done it, I've done it, we know. Yeah. Who uploads uh, who who uploads scanned images here? <laughs> yeah. It is twenty twenty. I can understand if you're uploading scanned images of the nineteen sixties, nineteen fifties. Okay, yeah. no problem. But it was twenty twenty chalraya. And these are important yeah. policy documents, by the way. Okay, so yeah. first, I feel that there is some amount of intelligence, some amount of uh, cleaning that they do. Second is the visualization. See, here's yeah. the thing. What I believe is analyzing data is one skill. Visualizing data is a separate skill. I'm very clear about that because, you know, the people who have both are truly gifted. And there yeah. is where I think that the data that I, the, the output that I'm seeing either on your uh, the book that I bought or your website, I think that is somewhere in that domain. So I think you guys should, you know, probably recover. Okay, maybe don't charge a bomb, but <laughs> please, please don't be philanthropic and altruistic also. It's just, you know, my point of view, because I can tell you for a fact that there are many startups out there, many venture capital firms, many private equity firms. The day that you guys decide to go down to sector level data, macro. Okay, and even this has a great utility, okay, because half the people wouldn't know what India's 
GDP was 20 years ago. Well, I've, you know, we, me and Saurabh Mukherjee, we, we, we've just come out with a book and but the, yeah. the central arguments that we make start with the fact that India's GDP has tripled in the last 20 years. So when you put this in context, yeah. the point that we make is nowhere on the planet, was nowhere on the planet outside of China has this yeah. even happened. People forget, yeah. well, people are not even aware of that. So I'm saying that, you know, I'm just leaving you with that thought. I'm more than happy to have you again on our show, you know, maybe once uh, you've got lots and lots of subscribers, lots and lots of yeah. clients and you've become really big, more than happy to have you back. But this is a wrap, folks. This is a wrap on this episode. For those of you who are wondering why is macro data important for personal finance? Well, you know, Paisa Paisa. Guys, we talk about everything on this planet that is related to money and making smarter decisions about money. Okay. And I can tell you like, Easily three or four use cases of how this can be useful, but I'll let you explore on your own. Ashu, just tell all our listeners your website. Yeah, it's www.indiadatahubhub.com. Okay, and how can they reach out to you? Where can they, you know, if they want to reach out to you with some with some googly of a uh, of a query? I've got, you know, I I remember in the in the job that we used to do, there were a lot of googlies that used to come yeah. up our clients. How can they reach so, out to you? The, the easiest way is to tag us on Twitter or you can DM us. Uh, we are on Twitter at India Data Hub is our handle. Or you can write to, uh, uh, you can just uh, ping me on uh, uh, LinkedIn. We have a LinkedIn page. So social media is the best and the easiest way to uh, get in touch with us. There is also a, a feedback form on our site where you can sort of leave us a message on the site and we'll come to us and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Oh, yeah, there it is, folks. The Twitter handle is India Data Hub. That's I-N-D-I-A, India Data, D-A-T-A, and H-U-B, Hub, India Data Hub. Go ahead and reach out to them. Check them out, the products that they've got, the website that they've got. And Ashu, thank you so much for doing this for our listeners. I wish you all the very best for India Data Hub. Thanks, Anupam. It was great to be with you today. And with that, that's a wrap of this episode of Paisa Paisa Listeners. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM Podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are IVM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you do reach out to me, well, you know me, I'm P50 on Twitter. And thank you for listening to Paisa Paisa. No material on the show should be considered as financial advice. The material on the show is for informational purposes only. Please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision.